Now look here. <laughs> Bam. How's that for a start? Roaring out of the gate. Look here. Like some kind of ghost rider slash driver. <laughs> Two things I want to get off my chest. Yep. The first one is when... Nipples. No, I don't want to get them off. They're important. Don't do anything for dudes. What? Go on. Yeah, they were. They're let's, on a rogerous uh, zone. Let's push past. I think we, let's I think we covered ahead. boobs last week, didn't we? Let's moving forward. Okay. So the first thing I want to get a little bit upset about mm-hmm. is when people say, now look here. When they're about to tell you something. This is a complex pretzel of a discussion. I'm not going to do anything visual. I'm just going to say things to you. So, what, what are you looking at? Looking at my face? Is that going to help with your comprehension? Possibly. But yeah. So, that's number one. I'm, if you ever say want to say something to me and you say, now look here, young man. Mm-hmm. That's not cool unless you're going to show me something. Can I still call you young man all the time? Yeah, I, I dig that. Yeah, I've got a friend's mum who calls me young man and has done for about 15 years. So, I'm hoping she does it for another 15. Yeah, that'd be sweet. cool. Totally counts. Number two thing is Timberlake. <laughs> now, Why are you still mad at Timberlake? Not, look, here's, here's my theory, right? I, I haven't got a lot to back this up on other than my own suspicions, right? Yeah. I reckon Timberlake listens to the show. Okay. Because cool. he's, he's got on iTunes at some point and just smashed in a bit of JT in the search box. Uh-huh. This has come up and he's gone, hang on a minute. What's this? The other JT's <laughs> doing something. The better JT. It makes sense so far. So I'm thinking the other week when I was saying, what's he done lately? And just sort of giving him a little bit of a hard time. Yeah. You were giving him a hard but deserved serve. Exactly. So I reckon he's heard it. Yeah. He's he's heard that episode. And you know what he's done out of spite? You know what the lesser JT's gone and done? What? He's tried to prove himself. He's gone, right, Australian tour. So he's announced an Australian tour. Sweet. Just sort of, you just, you know. Yeah. Bring it back and say, look. I'm doing something. But here's the really spiteful, malice sort of part of it. Mm-hmm. Malicious. Not, not malice. Malicious. That's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not that time Susan Storm went evil briefly. No. no yep. Not that time. Cool. He's actually put his Melbourne concert on the day of my birthday. <laughs> really? Yeah. 18th and 19th of September, Timberlake is, is going to be here. And he, he's just trying to cast a shadow. Oh, man. And I'm not impressed with him. You know what this means? What? Elaborate body swap. Monkey shines. I hope so. Where you end up, like, the last scene is you getting pushed out on stage dressed as the other JT and just having mm. to, like, muddle through. Oh, I won't muddle through. I know what, what, if, what his finale song will be. I'll just, I'll smash it. Yeah. I'll go, geez, he got better. <laughs> like, what been, a step up. He's been woodshedding on the, on the vocals thing. And, geez, check out the dance moves. And what's with that level 30 T-shirt he's wearing? <laughs> Smash cut to other JT just enjoying a burger at the Edinburgh <laughs> Castle going, I've never been this fulfilled and happy. <laughs> so, oh, look, I know that you're listening to this JT, the lesser. Yeah. Cut your shit out, man. Just cut it out. You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> Why? Just stop How it. did Timberlake get involved in this? He was the conduit of information. What do you mean? He's planned the tour because he's heard the podcast and heard me slagging him off and just gone, I'll show him that I'm the better JT and I'll try and ruin his birthday. Well, you're going to fail. Oh, I thought Timberlake. you meant, uh, whenever you say Timberlake. Yeah. Which is just not, I always hear him called uh, not that. Yeah. I was getting confused in my brain with Timberland. No, the he's The producer different. that works with him a lot. Yeah. Different guy. Who at this time probably just disappeared into Pharrell's <laughs> Oscar hat. <laughs> Was it the Oscar where he wore that enormous hat? I think so. God, it was cool, man. Yeah. 
I want to be one of those people who can just go, fuck it, it's a giant mounty hat. And people are like, that guy's cool enough that he draws in... Just pull it off. Enormous hats? Yeah. Whereas I'd just be like, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that four eyes in a depressing hat full of feelings? <laughs> <laughs> well, are we going to go to the concert? No. And you, no, you Here's can, what I'm going to do. You could carry a sign that says, I love JT. And, and just be so smug in yourself the could, whole time. I could and people do that. Are like, good sign. You're like, I know it is. And then just like point at yourself. Here's what I'm going to do instead, though. Yeah. I think that Timberlake is playing at Etihad mm-hmm. Stadium, which is how I know because I walk past it on my way to work. Yeah. I'm going to get in touch with the Melbourne Cricket Association. <laughs> I am going to book out the MCG. I like it so far. Everybody in Melbourne is invited to my birthday party that night for free. <laughs> Free MCG JT party. I'm throwing down the gauntlet, Timberlake. Mm. I will pull a bigger crowd than you. Guarantee it. <laughs> I look forward to chronicling this. There'll be no pony rides. Happens. There'll be fairy floss. Is Genuine going to be there? That song, Pony by Genuine. Yep. That yep. probably appears in my head probably once every six months since it was released and gets stuck there for a week. Okay. I don't understand. Well, why question these things? The only other song that always happens with that, that that always happens with, yes. is The Thong Song by Sisku. Which is probably more concerning. It's incredible. And I don't know. For some reason, just every once in a while, I'll be walking down the street going like, oh, birds are singing, the grass is greening, life's pretty good. Thong, to thong, thong, thong. And it's just there forever. <laughs> I think because when it came out, it hit me in that point in my life where I was watching lots of like music videos and rage and everything. You know, you go that thing where that's a huge part of your life. Yeah. Um, For people not from Australia, rage is a music video show. Stefan wasn't just getting really angry for no apparent reason. I just sit at home and watch (laughs) rage. (laughs) (laughs) This is an elaborate game in the mirror, Um, which I would do when I watch film clips, sing along. Uh, In the mirror? Yeah, Rage is awesome because it goes, if, yeah, if you're not from Australia, it starts at like 11 p.m. and just goes until like midday. a.m., midday, the yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched the Thong song all the time and I think it was the first song where I was just like, nah, that can't be a song. I just, can't, <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't understand. And I think putting that much cerebral effort into decoding it where he's like, you've got dumps like a truck. Like, what the fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a disturbing yeah. Lyric. Exactly. I think it just burrowed into somewhere deep in my cerebral cortex. It's like there is a video game called Diddy Kong Racing, mm. which is just terrible. It's just it's like a Donkey Kong themed Mario Kart knockoff. I can't believe it's not Mario Kart. But I played that obsessively for like six months because it's back in like childhood days where you're like, well, I spent a hundred bucks on it. I'm not going to get another game for two years. I better flog every single aspect of this game to death. And I got that at the same time as I got, uh, what was that big Jebediah album? Slightly Odd Way. Yeah, Slightly Odd Way. I spent probably six months of my life sitting in my room playing Diddy Kong Racing, listening the slightly odd way. If I see a Diddy Kong in a fucking cart, I hear Jebediah in my head to this day. And every time I listen to any of those songs, which is rare, but I'll just be walking past some kind of indie triple day palooza thing and the song will emanate from it and I'll just immediately be like, I've got to do a hard left here otherwise uh, Donkey's going to overrun me and hit the balloons off my cart. Like it's a very strange sense memory thing. I get it. Yeah. 
feel like I got far away from whatever point we were on. You Are were we, have, we ever on a point? I don't know. Are I th- we ever on a point? No matter what happens, yeah. I think I want to see posters up around Melbourne where you... Like, we'll find an open <laughs> mic night, if nothing yeah. else, so we can put posters up saying, like, JT in concert, see Justin live one night only. Just put all this stuff together and see how many people we can get to rock up under completely false pretenses. That would be cool. And I'm quite happy if you want to play guitar while I tonelessly sing <laughs> Justin Timberlake songs. <laughs> just to really s- just sink the knife in. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah, I'm all over it. It'll be good. I'm all over it. I don't even know how to how to get on to the next thing. I'm just I got quite cross. Oh, actually, since you talked about the thong song. Yeah, that means I was. G- that means we're going to have to post it on the Facebook wall when this show comes out. Mm. We can and then everybody else can get it stuck in their head. Yeah, they can let me see that booty go. <laughs> let me see that booty go. Repeat. <laughs> it's a good song. Oh, dear. <laughs> He's on the beach dancing like Frankenstein. I That's don't amazing. think I've seen the video clip to it. Dude, you need to... Sorry. Why are you wasting your life? I thought... Well, seeing with the wasting life thing and you had the, the thing on social media last night that if you're not watching the current season of RuPaul's Drag Race... Yes. So that's that's a double life waste for me. Oh man, double life waste points. You've like you've done like plus flipped. ten damage. If you waste mm. two lives, yeah, you're approaching immortality. Like you've lived two lives and well, wasted. I might have them. a green mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And I have had games where you get one of those immediately jump off a cliff because you press the wrong button <laughs> and you yeah. like wasted my life. <laughs> <laughs> But I got the mushroom. Um, have still I still get a thousand points for it. Yeah, exactly. But who the fuck plays Mario for points, though? It's all to get Bowser. Do you not? No. Mm. I would never have. Uh, you want to get the stars or whatever in current gen. And back in the old days, you just wanted to like defeat the narrative of the game. Isn't that a thing? Maybe. Or were you like, I got 70 million. So eat it, no, Bows. I didn't do that. I'd like to pretend just to sort of antagonise you, but yeah. I just don't want to seem that uncool. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? You know Sisku? Sisku? Who is? I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. The guy who sings the thong song. Oh, <laughs> I'm not down with this stuff. Okay. I'm too uncool. We'll I'm get the sort there. of guy that plays Mario for points. Oh, man. <laughs> Mario for points, the JT story. Do you want to talk about my toothpaste? Yes. Why would I not? I was just at the shop yep. in my level 30 T-shirt. Nice. And I haven't quite got enough people to do the double take yet. I think what I need to do is go out wearing the hat that's on the I think so. Shirt. You need to look as much like your own face that you're wearing on your torso I'm as possible. I'm going to have to grow the sideburns back. See, all the bits on my face are not optional. I can't go out sans glasses. I'll run into traffic and die. You could, <laughs> you could go out sans moustache. I could, but then I'd look like a fat baby. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this new toothpaste that I saw, and it's got it's Colgate. They're not yeah. sponsoring the show or anything. Maximum cavity protection. Maximum. Which is pretty standard on, on toothpaste these days, but this is the part that suckered me in because I'm a sucker for this sort of stuff. Yeah. Plus, sugar acid neutralizer. Sugar acid neutralizer. I don't even know what that is. And this SAN is in this, technology. Yeah, this is in this very uh, regal purple box. Mm. I'm pretty excited about it. It says sugar acids in plaque can weaken teeth and cause cavities. 
Sugar acid neutralizer helps deactivate sugar acids in plaque for Colgate's best cavity protection for your family, which I'm a little upset about. So I'm just to clarify, you're reading a toothpaste box. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. I'm a little upset about the family <laughs> thing. Don't judge me. Oh, no. Uh, Your teeth are so bright. This stuff is all marketed at families and I'm a single man who lives alone. Yeah. And it just makes me a little bit sad. <laughs> yeah. But when on the plus Transformers, side, it's like you have a huge extended family. Yeah. Robots. Yeah. It's much awesome than a traditional family. Yeah, well, a that's nuclear it. family. Nuclear powered family. That's what Transformers are. An Energon family. Yeah. But uh, I think I'll probably have a really shiny white smile after using that and I'll, you know, I'll probably almost instantly get a family. I think so. <laughs> I'll, I'll just walk out and I'll be like on an ad. I'll yeah. go out and catch the train at ye oldie Anstey train station. Exactly. Just <laughs> flash the smile. Yep. And Set some nearby ants on fire. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and yeah, girls, get in line. You're just walking down the street. There's a woman in a parasol. Yep. And you overhear her saying to her friend, like, the next guy who comes here with a mouth that's pH 10. <laughs> <laughs> He's the man for me. I'm she, sick of these acid-filled snoggers. Yeah. She'll come up. up. She'll be like, do you want to go windsurfing? And I'll go, what is this, a tampon commercial? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is toothpaste. Uh, acid what neutralizer? Sugar acid neutralizer. Which sounds like some sort of super weapon almost. It does. It's this crazy scheme that Gargamel's got or something to get the sugar acid. <laughs> no, it's the who was the villain in Strawberry Shortcake? It was uh, Sugar Acid. I don't think it was. No. But you could do the who will neutralise the Strawberry Shortcake people with this sugar acid neutraliser right. death gun. So is this a, like sugar acid? Sounds I don't really know. Bad. I think Colgate's made it up. Yeah. It does feel like something that ha- it's like one of those problems created by the communication team. Oh like, yeah, we need a new thing to write. Create another thing that's in plaque. People are so over Tata control. What are we going to do next? Exactly. I'm glad that I got the opportunity to talk about my toothpaste. I'm glad I'm pretty, as well. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it, and I'm I'm a bit of a toothpaste geek. A toothpaste geek. Yeah, I just I love it. I'm like, well, there's something new, something exciting. <laughs> It's, you know, there's all different, they've got all different technologies yep. as part of them. I want nanobots little nanobots to come and yep. clean my teeth. That sounds really good. Mm. And oral hygiene's important. It is important. As someone who spends at least one night a week sitting across from you with our mouths open, <laughs> I apologise that I'm not as into the toothpaste. I'm sorry that I, I use a it. fish sandwich right before we started <laughs> recording. Well, I was ha- I was looking at that fish sandwich with suspicion, but then I saw that you had a big old tube of toothpaste on the counter and <laughs> thought I was on safe ground. You know who had poor hygiene? Who? Steve Jobs. <laughs> well documented that he was a smelly bastard who didn't like to shower or anything like that and would really? eat just ridiculous stuff. Yeah, I, putrid, stinky, stinky dude. Well documented. I'm not making this up. I swear this is real. Yeah, this is I've, not I've never the heard most this before. Bizarre segue I've ever done. I didn't realise he was. A, it was the same black turtleneck the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, the stinky reason jobs. I, the reason I brought up Stinky Steve, yeah, was they've announced. You know, they're making a movie based on yes, the Walter Isaacson oh, biography. One. It's a Steve Jobs movie, not yeah. They're making. Obviously, Hollywood is making lots of movies. As well, I was going to say, other sort of regions that are, yeah, I can do it on my phone. Let me let me try again. <laughs> You know that they're making a Steve Jobs biography movie based on Walter Isaacson's book? 
Is this the one with Ashton Kutcher in it? No, that is terrible. Do not watch it. But it's got Ashton Kutcher in it. Who is amazing as Jobs. Oh, really? Brilliant as mm-hmm. Jobs. However, everything else about the movie is shit, including the storyline and the dialogue, what which was is all fictional. Wasn't that one just called Jobs? Yep. See, I was upset because I thought this would be really cool because it'll just be Ashton Kutcher like getting into heaps of wacky monkey shines, having to do heaps of jobs. That's twice you've said monkey shines tonight. <laughs> I'm really into monkey shines I at the moment. I never know what a monkey shine Where is. He's like, whoa, 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 I'm a bank teller. And then he does that for a while until someone tries to rob the bank, but he's just finished a banana peel, but he's been eating it at his desk. And so his manager's like, put that away. So he just throws it away. But then the guy comes to rob the bank and like you just see him slide through and run into the security guard and all the money flies everywhere. And he's like, well, that's that job. Now on to another job because jobs. And he becomes a florist and then an astronaut. (laughs) I don't even know what to do with that. And it was just about some guy who made an apple. Yeah. Bullshit. It's like some Bible. It was bullshit. I suppose Adam didn't make the apple. But so they're making. (laughs) (laughs) Again. So they're making another one. They're making making a good one. Which you have high hopes for. Based on Walter Isaacson's book. And which is good. Which is uh, brilliant. Yeah. Misses out some important bits in the middle when he worked for Next, but no one cares about that. Everyone's like, Steve Jobs, Apple, that's it. Yeah. That's Uh, because he read read about Steve Jobs and he was like, all right, I've done this bit and I've done this bit. And he could, like, his workmate could see that he was looking around for whatever the next thing is. Yeah. So he tried to help him, but he just went, next! So he just threw all that shit in the bin and went on to whatever happened after that. Okay. Ironically missing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for clarifying that for everybody. The chapter on next. Fuck, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, It's going to be, the screenplay's being written by our good mate, Aaron Sorkin. Oh, yeah. So I like that guy. Instantly happy with that. I like the words that he puts in people's face holes. Yeah. David Fincher is looking attached to direct, which is really good news. Yeah. And I read this week that Fincher's first choice for Steve Jobs is Christian Bale. Really? Yeah. That's, uh, that's all good news. Which, given his, his character acting sort of... Yeah, abilities. I'm pretty happy with, and they put the news, the article, which we'll post on the Facebook wall mm-hmm. and the Google Plus. Is it a wall? I don't even know what it is. I don't know. Hangout? No, that's a different thing. We'll whack it up our circles. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they po- the article had a picture of Jobs and Christian Bale at one phase in his career. Mm. Pretty good likeness. Oh, really? So I'm happy with that. Batman is going to be Steve Jobs. Exactly. Which is why does Batman cool. not sell computers? He's got really good computers. He does, but that would kind of give it away if he was like... like, here's the back computer. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Anyway, that movie sounds good. It does. I... Yes. Is this going to be about comic books? No. Well, it is. (laughs) You mentioned Batman. Yeah, I started it. I've been reading. Hot off the press, this is. Yep. You won't hear this scoop anywhere else. This is a level 30 exclusive? Yep. All right. Hit us with it. I've been reading something Yeah, not many people are familiar with. Yep. It's the Marvel Comics Annihilation crossover from about 2005. Okay. So, it's look, it's less than a decade old. Yeah, exactly. I'd call that an exclusive. Breaking. Hashtag breaking. Yep. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I heard about it pretty much from the second it wrapped up. Everyone saying, holy crap, it's the best comic ago. in the world. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I'm on it. Finger on the pulse. Yeah. 
But it effectively relaunched Marvel's cosmic universe. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the it's all the Guardians of the Galaxy in the air. They're yep. in the space, I should say. Uh, <laughs> that's made me finally pull the trigger and, and track down the crossover. And fuck, man, it's really, really good. It's these guys, Abner and Langing, put it together. And it's, it's just really great. I'm not sure if there was Marvel Cosmic stuff being published at the time and this sort of took over and just mm. made it good or I don't know or I think it had just lapsed for a long time. But either way, the Marvel Cosmic comics that I read as a kid were not very good. You'd have the old Infinity Gem monkey shines, obviously. <laughs> You're <Three>. welcome. <laughs> Three monkey shines. But uh, in between that, like I never... And I think we've talked in the past about how Marvel Cosmic is inherently not that interesting. It's tricky. It's a bit hard to get invested when it's people punching each other with like the power cosmic. You're like, what the fuck does that mean? Mm. But this is... And it's really well structured. Like it's effectively a six-issue miniseries called Annihilation but is preceded by all of these different little mini-series for different cosmic characters who you haven't seen in a while. They just get these little four-issue minis. But it's the rare thing that everyone purports to do but never does, which is you can just pick out a mini and read it and you get a really cool little story with that character. It is actually standalone. Yeah, but if you read it all in a go, it's like this epic cosmic super mega thing. and You've got like a Silver Surfer one and a Super Scroll one and uh, Ronan the Kree Accuser and stuff. Not Ronan Keating? No, no. (laughs) Because that would be quite boring. No, he can't breathe in space, let alone We should send him there. We should. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. Um, it's a valid question. You no, know I'm not the, the one who's into distractions. Yeah. Anyway, I would highly suggest everybody read it. Anyone who's heard of it will have heard of it in some kind of glowing way in terms of it being really great. So I'm literally adding nothing to the universe right now <laughs> by saying, this thing is really good. You should read it. But uh, you, you haven't read should. it for 10 years. Exactly. Read it again. And it does hold up. Like comics can age pretty, pretty hard. Yep. Uh, but this one... Stands the test test of of time. (laughs) It's like it's been uh, preserved in the vacuum of space. (sighs) A similar thing was pointed out on our Facebook page the other day. By my mate Dave. Not Dave, Dave, but other Dave. Oh, yeah. It's got two Daves. It's a whole double Dave situation. Dave Dave Herbert. D Herb. But yeah, he posted on our Facebook wall, which we love. More people post on our Facebook wall so we can feel popular. Exactly. Otherwise, it'll just be like five likes. Face pamphlet. Yeah. That's a downer. But he pointed out that he'd been reading Old Man Logan. Which, yes. Which uh, was cool. Are you familiar with the story? Not overly. It's uh, It was just a really good little standalone thing that I think Mark Millar did. And it was just like a flash forward thing where Wolverine... And you get that story quite often with Wolverine because he's sort of functionally immortal but yeah. cranky. So he's a really good sort of post-apocalyptic It's basically character. like me except immortal. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And he sort of just navigates this landscape for, I think, six issues where uh, he's basically given up fighting and just wants to be left alone because everything went really badly for him. And then he gets gets pulled back in for one last job. Uh, But the joy of it is just, it's quite, the art's really amazing. It's really cinematically drawn uh, and sort of cinematically staged. Is this also 10 years old or is this a recent thing? Uh, I don't think it's quite 10 years old, but it's pretty old. So yeah, this week's comic reviews, hot (laughs) off, (laughs) up to the minute stuff. It's just got those fun little sort of comic booky things where he like encounters Hawkeye who's like ironically blind and the Hulk who's got like creepy fucking nuclear kids that are inbred and stuff. What? Like it's pr- it's 
It's pretty Does weird. Do you really have nuclear inbred kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's got like a venom symbiote on a huge monster or something. I can't remember. But yeah, I saw the picture of that and yeah. got a little bit excited. But that's another thing I would recommend. It was, And it's a nice little read. Like you can just pick it up. It'd be in trade. It just lives on its own. You don't have to... Because the problem... Like, Especially Marvel events of the last sort of five, ten years, I would say. Like, they're really bad at using the last issue as an intro to the next thing. I had a friend who was like, oh, I really want to read, um, I don't know, House of M, I think. And he, no, he wanted to read Civil War. I was like, yeah, cool, read Civil War. And he read Civil War and kept having to expand both forward and back to try and searching for the boundaries of the story. Yeah. And gave up in like a, just a flaming hate phoenix before he ever found it. Like he's like, I read <laughs> I read the miniseries, but it ends with Captain America being like, oh, well, I give up. And it starts with them in the middle of a conflict, basically. Just could never find where it starts. He's like, I kept going until I thought the story was almost over. And then it was the next thing, which is like Dark Rain or Secret Invasion or something. And he was just... Not impressed. Not impressed. No. Yeah. You wouldn't be. Well, no. well, you would be because more stuff to read. But well, I'm caught with it Yeah, because well, I like to read four comics a minute. What's wrong with this guy? Yeah. I saw an iPad mini today and I had it and I was like, man, this is really good. Like it's, I like the size. It's really portable. It's blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, it won't be as good for comics. Yeah. So I'm out. That's my issue with, with the smaller tablets is no mm. good for comics. I feel bad that like 99% of the use I get out of my iPad, I would say, is just as a comic book reading thing. Yeah. But no, then I don't feel bad. That's because it's great. what they're for. Agreed. I put drum machines on mine last night and spent ages just programming drum loops. Well, that's different. Yeah, it's different <laughs> from the comic books. Hey, someone asked me. I've forgotten how to speak again. Somebody asked me the other day if I consciously changed my voice for the podcast. And well, my response was, <laughs> "Don't you think if I was going to consciously change my voice, I'd change it to something that sounded good?" <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I got. Uh, That's interesting. I got asked that, and I I don't think that I. If I do, it's definitely not consciously. But I think when I listen to it, I think I sound how I know that I sound when I'm being recorded. Yeah. Because obviously, you hear your own voice, and it sounds different to you. Do you know why that is? No. You don't want to make up some wacky explanation before I tell you why it really is. Oh wait. Um, no, nah, I got nothing. It's because um, most of what you hear when you talk is actually the vibration of your own skull. Weird. Which is why you sound quite different because you're actually, your whole skull's kind of vibrating and that's vibrating your inner ear and Ah. that's why you sound different when you hear yourself recorded. That is creepy. And I got over this 10, 15 years ago because I've been doing music stuff and whatnot. So I hear myself and I know that's how I actually sound to everybody else. But it's always funny when people hear themselves recorded and go, I don't sound like that. Yeah. You go, um. I think we've all been there. You kind of do. I still listen to this podcast to edit it and be like, oh, that guy's such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not a voice cadence thing. When I was well, trying um, to think of something dumb to say about yeah. skull vibration, yes, I thought of your toothpaste. Yeah. And uh, I really liked, I read somewhere sometime. That sugar acid needs to be neutralized. Yeah, exactly. Um, also. Some kind of neutralizing cannon for the mouth. <laughs> mouth cannon. About that someone came up with toothpaste yeah. and we're like, we should start brushing our teeth, team, because we as a team do not have good teeth. Yep. And identified accurately that toothpaste is a thing that human society required. But it was only when everyone agreed as a team 
that toothpaste could go fuck itself and that they weren't interested. Like, why do we need toothpaste? It's it's dumb. Yeah. And then they went through and added like the minty flavor. Yeah. Which obviously gives it that. F- that's like the the cleaning action doesn't ha- and the minty flavor are separate. But yes. the minty thing is what makes you feel like ah oh, my mouth feels my fresh now because it's minty. Like it was only when they added that that people were like oh man I need uh I need a good teeth clean otherwise I feel like ass. <laughs> I'm sure I read it on some cynical advertising mega blog or something, but I just you need to find that so we can post it. Yeah, it's a rule. you can't just roll up and talk about something unless you're prepared to throw the link in the show notes. Well, I've been so find it. I've been watching the government, and they just say whatever they want, and they like, can you have evidence? Nah, an important person said that it's true. So cool. Stop asking. Good work, Sir Stefan. Um, <laughs> I'm just fascinated with the idea psychologically that you can, and isn't that interesting? for what it suggests about the way that we work as people, that you can hand someone a thing and go, look, it's it's like paste for your teeth intellectually. Here's all the reasons. Like you think of all the reasons why toothpaste is important and they're mm. good reasons. Like yeah. if you don't have teeth, uh, it's super lame. Like It makes it very hard to eat burgers. It which does. I'm, that's why I take such good care of my choppers. <laughs> that's why I've got the sugar acid neutralizer. Mm. we munching burgers well into my 90s. But you <laughs> You can sit someone down and say, look, you should really brush your teeth. It's legit. But unless you give them that sort of emotional sensation of they brush their teeth and go, oh, it does feel like it cleans my mouth. Classic reward style. Yeah. Motivation. I just find that really interesting. And it sort of goes back to just that idea that you can fire all the facts that you want at someone and it doesn't matter if they don't emotionally connect with that. Which is something I think about a lot because I'm super cool. Yeah. You know who else is super cool? Iceman. No, me. Because <laughs> I said I wanted to talk about my new toothpaste. Yeah. And you sort of looked at me dismissively. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, Inter- dickhead. Smash and cut internal monologue. <laughs> Stefan's head. What have I done? What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> and now you've just inspired by my sugar acid neutralizing Colgate maximum cavity protection. Yeah. That's a mouthful. <laughs> wow. See what I did there? Uh, <laughs> You've I disagree. Just, you've just told a story about toothpaste. I have. So, who's the man with the inspiration shaft? No, it's JT. <laughs> you have uh, neutralised the sugar acid that was my scepticism successfully. I'll fill the space. Let me see your booty go. Thong, 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 thong. Oh.